Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, October 8th, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hey, Jian, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Emily? I'm good. Well, it's getting cooler these it days. It is. It's actually quite chilly in the mornings. It is. Almost a little too chilly too fast. Mm, yeah. It's, it's like jumping right into winter from summer. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's what we get for climate change. <laughs> but like last week, we do have a lot of house... keeping items Mm -hmm. to cover. So we're going to jump right into them. First and foremost, we would like to thank all of our listeners who helped us test a number of new frequencies in the past week by monitoring the broadcast and sending us reception reports. We are grateful to have received so many reports with helpful information. And some of you actually gave us detailed comparisons of two or more frequencies and also told us which frequencies you prefer. And obviously, such information will play a pivotal role when deciding on the new frequency. For those who may not know, we have been carrying out some test transmissions for the past week in hopes of introducing a new broadcast slot in the upcoming B16 season. The last test transmission is actually taking place today on 11.615 megahertz from 2300 to 2400 hours UTC targeting Africa. And as we mentioned earlier, we did get a lot of feedback on these transmissions so far, and we're sure that there will be more on their way. So we're not going to go over the test transmission reception reports on today's Listener's Lounge. But don't worry, if you've sent us your report, we will definitely send you a QSL card as verification. Once again, thank you very much for helping us out with the test transmissions. And we'll let you know of the results as soon as we know. Now moving on to the next item on the housekeeping list. The third KBS World Radio Korean language video contest came to a close last month and we aired two very special programs earlier this week, wrapping up the contest as a whole. The two-part special program on the Korean language video contest Speak Korean Dream High were titled With Korean With the World and Korean Giving Wings to Dreams. And they were broadcast on Thursday and Friday each, respectively. Right. And you were the host for the Friday edition. Part two of the special. So you should definitely check that out. And of course, the first one as well, which was hosted by Sean Lim. That's right. And the specials were also timed for... For Hangul Day, which is a holiday that celebrates Korea's unique writing system. And Hangul Day is, of course, tomorrow, October 9th. You can listen to the special programs again. And uh, I guess it's for some of you, it may be for the first time. And uh, you can listen to them on our website. It is available for streaming on the contest website. Go to world.kbs.co.kr slash special slash KBS contest underscore 2016. 
or just follow the links from our website at world.kbs.co.kr. And speaking of special programs, K-Pop Connection will be having its very own recording studio recording session on October 16th, which is next Sunday, very, very soon. That's right. And K-Pop Connection's DJ Young and Angie will be joined by K-Pop artists of various genres on an open stage to be set up in Itaewon, Seoul. So if you're going to be in or around Seoul next weekend, come see the K-Pop stars performing at Itaewon, and you might run into some of us too. And if you do, please say hi yes, to all hi of us. us. Yes. And uh, if you're not going to be around, you can watch the entire show live on YouTube. Yuna will tell us a little bit more about this in her segment Inside the Mailbox later on the show. But now it's time for us to go to the letters and reports from our listeners. We'll be right back after a quick break. So don't go away. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. And now it's time for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up email comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we'll share some of those with you on this program. We'll start with the lovely envelope we received from listener Yulia Panchina of Russia first. Yulia sent us three postcards, two were of the city of Nizhny Novgorod, uh, with images of Solidarity Square and the Trade Fair building, which are both so colorful and fairytale-like. That's what I usually end up thinking when I look at uh, the classic Russian buildings, and they were indeed very lovely buildings. Um, And uh, the third postcard showed various Russian holidays with corresponding images and we were actually all very surprised to see that in Russia Christmas is celebrated on January 7th. I'm mm. thinking that's um, very unique and too late for you. <laughs> yes, that's, you're, all, you're counting down the days to Christmas that right is, now. what, 10 days more? 11, 12? Yeah. 15 days more? <laughs> too yeah, many I more. Can't wait that long. But uh, on this postcard, Yulia wrote, Hello KBS World Radio English Service. I really love your programs. A touch base in Seoul K-beauty and style and K-pop connection. Thank you for amazing and joyful time every day. I wish you health, well-being and happiness. Further success in your work for KBS World Radio. Well, thank you so much for your kind words and the lovely postcards, Julia. We hope you will be able to catch the upcoming K-pop connection special as well. I believe she is a listener of K-pop connection too. Mm. She uh, often sends in requests. In the meantime, though, we'll add your postcards to our display case. And we will post these postcards up on our Facebook page as well so our other listeners can go and check those out and see the other unique dates for some of the Russian holidays. And next up is a handwritten letter from RJ Creed of Suffolk in England. RJ wrote, Dear Sir, I used to listen to the English service on shortwave many years ago. Do you still broadcast on shortwave? If so, please send a program schedule in English. Yours faithfully, RJ Creed. Well, needless to say, RJ, we do. We are still here broadcasting on shortwave and we would be more than happy to send you our schedule, although we are due for some changes in less than a month's time. So we will send you our current schedule and then we will send you out another one when the B16C 
season comes around. But thank you so much for remembering us here at KBS World Radio and writing into us. We are looking forward to hearing from you again and hopefully you'll be able to tune in and hear us loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the B-16 schedule, we will, of course, be sending them out once they are printed, but we've already begun to receive some requests for them. Listener Hanu Kiski of Finland sent us a request along with his latest recession report. He wrote, could you please send me a new list of both program and frequency B-16? I don't have a computer for use. And of course, our answer is yes, we will be sending them out as soon as they are printed. At this point, we're still, of course, testing new Mm -hmm. frequencies. Uh, the test transmissions end today. But going back to Hanu's report, he heard us on September 9th on 9.515 megahertz from 1649 to 1659 hours UTC using a Grandig YB80 digital receiver with a telescopic antenna. He gave us some details about the broadcast he heard and rated the SIMPO 43444. Thank you, Hanu. And uh, we'll send you the QSL car first and then send you the timetable for the B16 season as soon as possible. And going back to England, listener Andrew Kirby from Burnmount, England, left us a couple of online reception reports a while ago. According to these reports, he tuned into us on 9.515 megahertz between 1640 and 1650 hours UTC on September 24th using a JRC Radio 535 receiver with an 80-foot dipole antenna. And he rated the simple 34433, but wrote that the signal was poor and very difficult to catch much of the program. Andrew tuned in again the next day from 1630 to 1700 hours UTC and also rated it 34433. This time though he wrote signal 3, noise 2 with good audio. So thank you very much for those reports Andrew and your QSLs are on their way. Well, 9.515 megahertz seems to be faring quite well in the UK and I guess in Europe as a whole because we heard from Hanu from Mm -hmm. Finland. Um, Listener Alan Rowe from Middlesex, England also listened to us on September 24th from 1640 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz. He used a Win Radio G31 SDR receiver with a 17-meter wire antenna and gave it a simple rating of 45444, so that's pretty good to hear. He wrote, woohoo, I missed you guys. It was great to hear your broadcast today at a good level to allow me to listen to your program. I've rarely heard your English broadcast recently, especially since you stopped transmitting your English service via overseas relays. But a fantastic signal today. I'm hoping that this will continue as the winter season here progresses. It's actually been a nice autumn day here in UK today, sunny and warm-ish. So have spent the afternoon clearing up the leaves in the garden. I enjoyed your listeners' lounge today and look forward to maybe hearing some more of your other daily programs again in the future. Best wishes to you all, Alan. Well, woohoo indeed. We are very happy to hear about the fantastic signal. And like you said, Alan, hopefully the signal will stay fantastic throughout fall and winter as well. And of course, thank you very much for your online report. And your QSL card is on its way. 
Now, the next report is also from the UK, and this one is from listener Charlie Wardale of Lincoln, England. And he wrote, Dear all at KBS World Radio, I have just enjoyed your English service transmission from 1638 until closed down at 1659 UTC today, which was September 24th. The initial segment I heard was Listener's Lounge. I always find it interesting to hear the reception reports from other parts of the world along with the equipment used for reception. This was followed by Inside the Mailbox at 1650 and at 1655 you had details of your latest competition followed by music until close down. The signal strength throughout the programme was excellent with the simple rating of 54444. So another good reception condition there. Charlie told us that he used a Yesu FT450D receiver with a 10-meter long homemade dipole antenna. But he forgot to mention the frequency. Oh, no. Judging by the previous reports from England, I'm, I'm thinking it's safe to guess that it was 9.5 on mm. 5 megahertz instead of 9.640 megahertz, which is actually beamed towards Southeast Asia. But Charlie, please remember to tell us the frequency the next time so we can verify it with mm-hmm. uh, more accuracy instead of just guessing and or guesstimating that it was 9.5 on 5 megahertz. Now, Charlie also attached an image of his hometown on the emailed report, and I thought it was Hogwarts. <laughs> it was actually, well, a picture of the Lincoln Cathedral, which was actually, for me, the first time to see it. And I was actually kind of awestruck because I must say that's one impressive and gorgeous work of medieval architecture right there. Now you got me wanting to book a flight to Lincoln, England. <laughs> and that happens to me a lot, actually. Yeah, but. well, you should do a whole tour of England, Wales, Scotland, and Ireland, too. Exactly. The only place in the UK that I've been to was London, and that was, you know, just London. So London's pretty cool. I mean, it was very cool, but yeah. But I do want to take a trip um, to England, and I'm hoping it'll be a long one so that I can cover a lot of grounds. Okay, cool. But anyway, thank you for that, Charlie, and also your report, of course, and we hope to hear from you again very soon. Next, we have monitoring logs from our Taiwanese monitor, Cheng Nang Lu. He sent us his logs for the month of August when he listened to us for a total of 24 days on 9.570 megahertz between 0800 and 0900 hours UTC. He uses a JRC NRD 92 receiver with a whip antenna. And we were happy to see that the simple rating was at five across the board for most days, with the few fours seen occasionally. And Cheng also often sends us uh, blank QSL cards from Radio Taiwan International. And this time the QSL card had an image of squid being dried. Yeah, I was actually mildly surprised to see that they dry squid in Taiwan exactly the same way they're dried here in Korea, Mm -hmm. uh, usually on the East Coast. Well, basically, they just hang them up neatly in rows like laundry. (laughs) So uh, I guess, you know, there wouldn't be too many different ways to dry squid. Anyway, thank you for monitoring our broadcast, Cheng. And also thank you for sharing the RTI's QSL card with us. It's actually wonderful to see what other uh, broadcasters are sending out as their QSL cards. And we have a large collection of them now as well, which is all thanks to you, Cheng. And I was actually wondering... Uh, if you could tell us, Jeng, how do you get these QSL cards? Do you work for uh, RTI or 
Well, Maybe. Uh, how are you getting so many extra blank ones? Yeah, it's blank quite interesting. Ones. Maybe mm. you can tell us the next time you write in. I wasn't thinking about that. Well, moving on, though, listener N.S. Balamurali of India sent us his logs via email. He scanned his logs and sent them to us as PDF files. There were 14 recession logs in total, dated June 21st through August 23rd, and he either listened to our 1300 RUTC broadcast on 9.570 megahertz or the 1600 UTC. TC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz. Now, unfortunately, the listening conditions for 9.570 megahertz were pretty dismal for NS Murali, um, and the simple given was one across the board for many days. There were two across the boards or one across the boards. Um, on the other hand, the 9.640 megahertz broadcast was pretty strong, with the simple averaging at four across the board. And as also wrote, dear KBS World Radio. I am listening to your programs regularly. Once upon a time, I sent you my recession reports and got 10 QSL cards. I will never forget it. Please verify this recession report with your QSL cards. Thank you. Well, whenever I hear those words, once upon a time, mm-hmm. I'm just brought back to my childhood yeah. and days of fairy tales. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that nice reminder. And it looks like you'll be getting quite a few QSL cards this time around as well. So you can add those to your collection. And thank you so First up, we have listener Atia, who sometimes goes by the name Atish Bhattacharya of India. And actually, we're wondering which name you prefer, Atia or Atish, because we notice we do have some reports from you with both names. So please let us know which name you'd prefer for us to use. And he left us a belated reception report online. It was for May 27th. Atia listened to us between 1630 and 1700 hours UTC on 9.640 megahertz using a Kichibo KK9702 receiver and a long wire external antenna. And the simple for that was 55444. Listener Kalol Nat of India tuned into KBS World Radio on 9.640 megahertz on September 16th between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC. And Kalol used a Texan 310ET receiver with an AN03L antenna and rated the simple 43434. We also have one from listener Prabha J of India who tuned into us on 9.640 megahertz from 1600 to 1630 hours UTC on September 21st and he used a Texan PL310ET receiver with a whip antenna and rated the simple 42233 so thank you very much everyone for your reports and your QSL cards are already on their way also on September 16th, our monitor Jahangir Alam of India's Friends Radio Club listened to us between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC on 9.640 megahertz using a Grundig YB80 digital receiver with an external antenna and rated the Simpo 3 across the board. On September 20th, monitor Ashraful Islam of Bangladesh tuned in to us on the same frequency between 1600 and 1630 hours UTC, also with the Grundig Yacht Boy 80 digital radio radio receiver and a telescopic antenna and gave us the SIO rating of 454. Thank you for your emails, Jahangir and Ajraful. Your QSL cards are on their way. Our Bangladeshi monitor, AKM Naruzaman, sent us his logs dated September 15th to the 21st. 
He tuned into us at 9.640 megahertz between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC using a Sony ICF SW7600GR receiver and an indoor telescopic rod antenna. He rated the simple three across the board for all seven days. Listener Mizaner Raman of Bangladesh sent us his logs dated September 15th to the 19th on 9.570 megahertz at 1300 hours UTC. And he used a Grundig digital receiver with a compact antenna. And he also rated the simple three across the board, making notes of some interference and noise from several other stations. So thank you both for those reports. Meanwhile, listener Ashik Ekbar of Bangladesh also sent us his logs for September 15th through the 30th. Most of those days he listened to us on 9.640 megahertz, either at 1400 or 1600 hours UTC, and occasionally on 9.570 megahertz at 1300 UTC. He uses a Grundig YB400 receiver with a 5-meter long reel-out antenna, and for most of those days he gave an SIO rating of 44. The ratings included uh, three on only two out of 11 days. Ashik also gave us some details and comments about the programs he heard, for example, regarding the September 17th episode of Touch Base in Seoul featuring the two co-founders of Booty Kitchen. He wrote, It's an attractive program covering Korean Thanksgiving traditional food. Thanks to the presenter for this excellent programming. My bad luck. I have yet to taste the food. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully it won't be too long before you can try some Korean food. Thank you for your report and the QSL cards and stickers should get to you soon. Well, that brings us to the end of this segment. Sadly, that's all the time we have for the letters, emails and reception reports from you today. Of course, the information you provide to us is very important and we really rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those reception reports coming. We'll now move on to the Listener's Lounge segment, peeking into the KBS World Radio's mailroom. Here's Inside the Mailbox with Yoon Ha Lee. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I'll share updated information from our Facebook page and events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I'll tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. KBS World Radio English Service is hosting its second public event of the year on October 16th, which is only one week away. This time, the event will be held in Itaewon at 1 p.m. Korea time. We've posted details on the event on our Facebook page, so make sure to check those out. For those of you who can't join us in Itaewon that day, we are going to stream the show live on YouTube, so stay tuned. And if you're in the area, please come out and join us for fun performances and interviews by DJ Young and Angie. On one of our Facebook postings about the event, Rebecca Kellerman commented, We're in Itaewon. We have replied to this comment online, but for those of you who aren't on Facebook... We would like to clarify that the venue would be located right in front of Itaewon Fire Station. Visit our KBS World Radio Facebook page at www.facebook.com English KBS for further information. 
Now let's move on to website directions. We aired a special broadcast on September 30th titled To Enliven Korea, Chase Your Dreams and Take on Challenges, in which we meet Korean youth who are taking risks and ta- traveling the path and taken to follow after their dreams. A new page has been created on our English service website where you can listen to the audio for this special and see photos from the coverage. You can access this page by clicking on the first banner on the top left corner next to our KBS World Radio logo on the main page. To listen to the program, click on the Listen Audio button on the left side of the screen underneath the program title in bold. To take a closer look of the page, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. Lastly, QSL cards have been sent out this Thursday to everyone who sent us reception reports in the last month. Please allow two to four weeks for them to arrive, depending on your location. I would like to quickly mention that when you send us your reception reports, we need the full information, including the frequency, UTC, date, and info. We noticed that some of the reception reports are missing certain areas of information, and in that case, we are unable to enter the data into our system and verify it with a QSL card. We would hate to not be able to send you a verification card, so please do include every bit of information. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend! That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Tae-yeon. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.